thanks for joining us uh, again here today. Uh, just wanted to give you some more information about the pre-approval process, getting your mortgage, and uh, what it's going to take leading into the final days of your contract. Uh, joining me again here is uh, Josh Land. He's going to be kind of filling us in on those fine details that uh, everyone should know, but uh, it's always great having the expert in the industry help us out and uh, be in our corner to make sure the whole process uh, is smooth. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah. Um, well, let's start off with uh, we've got kind of gone over the getting ready for pre-approval, what you need to bring to the table. Um, but now that someone's pre-approved for a loan and stuff, we're going to go. We're going to talk about uh, some of the things that you want to try to avoid, some of the pitfalls that may happen um, during the whole process. Uh, right now, how it stands, um, appraisals after you, appraisals and things are really slowing down the contracts. Um, so in the, the heat of things going on last year in 2020, it was taking upwards of six weeks to get the final paperwork signed with title and stuff um, from when the contract is first signed. And it may take you a few months to find that perfect house. And during that whole period, we need to make sure that uh, we're keeping uh, things the same. We're not stepping out of bounds so that you don't have hiccups in your uh, pre-approval letter when it comes time for the final signing. Um, starting off with that, what are um, uh, what are some of the biggest things that you see people do that um, they don't bring you in the loop because they don't think it would affect them? Right. Well, I think to piggyback on what you just talked about there for a second, as far as appraisals go, um, 2020, the um, pressure on appraisers was as high as it's ever been. You couple, you know, the housing situation with it, the way that it is right now, and then everybody that could was probably trying to refinance too, right? Oh, yeah. So you start looking at um, that process was taking a lot longer. You're seeing that, especially here in the metro area, you're seeing that go back to, you know, somewhat normal turnaround times, uh, you know, still maybe two, three weeks I'm an appraisal. It's important to think about um, what you're talking about when you get that purchase contract and mm. um, the date that you're planning on closing. If you are attempting to try and do it very, very fast, let's say a 30-day closing, yeah, you need to be really, really responsive with us. I mean, it, it's possible to do these now. Um, you know, there's a stretch of time where it was really, really hard to make it 30 days because of the appraisals. If you're looking to try and do a 30-day close, if that's important for your um, seller, then you need to be really, really responsive, getting us everything that we need. Because um, we talked already about the pre-approval. Once we have the pre-approval, once we have a house, we're sending everything up to underwriting. There could be some additional items that underwriters request, and it's important throughout the process that you're getting that to us as quickly as possible, uh, especially if we're trying to meet a fast turnaround time. But to your point, John, there's a lot of things that can happen. Um, we have the pre-approval, and again, I've talked about, I do my due diligence on these pre-approvals. This isn't something where you're telling me you make $120,000, i am just going off of what you say. Um, I'm actually getting 30 days worth of pay stubs, everything that we've talked about before. I'm, I'm getting you to a point where I truly feel like I've got a solid pre-qualification. Well, once I get that to underwriting, we've we've run your credit already right so my underwriters are taking a look at everything 
as it stands. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do that can affect your approval, right? Um, you know, adding a major purchase, you decide to purchase a vehicle. Um, you go to the furniture, you go to Nebraska Furniture Mart and, you know, order $15,000 worth of furniture. All of a sudden, I mean, it's important for you to have a true understanding of how, you know, how tight are you on this approval? I mean, in some cases, if you need to get a car, um, you know, well, by all means, let's make sure that you're budgeting for that anyways, because nobody wants you to be in a position where you're tighter than you want to be at the end of the day. But it's important once, you know, we've done a credit check, once we've got the pre-approval, any of the major purchases that you're going to be making, any changes that you're going to be making, um, you know, income wise or otherwise, it's important that you communicate with, you know, your lender, because at the end of the day, nobody likes getting to a week out from closing and having to go to the seller and tell them, actually, I don't have them qualified now. They added a vehicle to their situation and they're no longer qualified from a debt to income standpoint. So there's a lot of things you need to be really careful of throughout this process. Yeah. And kind of um, bouncing off that is uh, it, it's all about communication and having the right people in your corner here. So I, I, I completely understand that uh, situations come up. Um, I mean, I had a few uh, closings happen during the holiday season and a lot of people, I mean, uh, I'm, my family as one of them, we enjoy giving each other and really um, being there for each other and taking those trips as families and stuff. Um, and that's something that um, I, I always have to make sure my buyers and sellers understand is that like, hey, make sure you don't do anything too crazy. Did you budget this before? Are you aware? Are you doing anything super fun that uh, you were going to put on your credit card and something like that that you, you don't think of because you're just thinking about the, the excitement of it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's going to be completely awesome. On the other side of that is that it, it's not all about those major purchases and you're, you're buying all these big things. Um, you can also start, if you start destroying credit cards, if you start trying to um, do things that you think are helping your credit can actually also be detrimental. You want to kind of stay in that, stay in the same zone as you're at. And if anything happens that takes you out of the zone, you need to make sure to contact one of us to make sure we're sitting in there. Do you kind of want to talk about like some of the things that you like you can take away from your credit, like getting rid of credit cards and stuff? Like how how would that affect you? Yeah, I mean, you know, depending on on the situation. I, I mean, a lot of times, you know, your your credit bureau is not your, your credit check is not instantaneous. Okay, um, what I think is important to think about though. Um, typically before a closing within 10 days, we're going to do something that's called a soft credit check. That's where we're going to see if you've applied for any other credit. We talked about that. But to your point, what you were just talking about, um, if in the initial approval, you know, and one thing I always like to talk about people, I, I go through their credit bureau. I make sure, okay, these are the payments. This is what I'm showing for balances. Is there anything out there that, that you're not seeing on this credit bureau? And when we do a soft check, credit check, if somebody's added, you know, to your point, made several purchases with a credit card and 
um, for Christmas or otherwise, that's something that can affect you, affect your debt to income ratio. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that if you take things away, if you add new revolving lines, um, to your point, once you're approved, um, you should be doing everything you can to stay, you know, as steady as possible in this, you know, four to six week window. And that's something that we should be talking about. Again, things will come up. And if things do come up, communication is key. As long as I'm able to explain, okay, this, this credit check was actually from a utility company that just needed to verify this, that, or the other. I mean, there's, there's things that are going to come up during this process. It's the reason why it's so fun and exciting too, <laughs> right? Um, but as long as we're able to communicate, um, explain what's going on, even if you've made purchases, but you've paid, you know, you've paid the credit cards off, we can get statements. Um, there's a lot of things we can do, but communication throughout this process with both your realtor and then your lender are very, very important. At the end of the day, we want this to be a fun, stress-free experience for you. And there's a lot of things you can do to help throughout that process. But again, communication is key throughout the entire process. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in with us today. I hope you learned a few things. And if you want us to go into more detail about some of these aspects, um, our contact information is going to be below. Or uh, you can comment and... Uh, We'll get back to you and uh, really help make sure that you understand this process and uh, make it fun. Thanks, guys. Thanks.